Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. Boom. What, what was that? A- that was an explosion. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, I got a philosophical quandary for you, and I want to ask it. Is it going to be like an explosion? It's going to be about bombs. Bombs? Bombs and blowing up your family. Okay. Uh, yeah, we need to talk. So glad you guys could join me. I am here once again with Nathan, the man, Pepin. That's your legal middle name, right? I am still just a little confused by the the, the intro there. Did your pr- parents pronounce it themin? I mean, they they pronounced it in a way where what the fuck was up with that intro? <laughs> themin Pepin. That's a weird name for them to give you. But anyway, and uh, we do have B back with us today. Hello. Hi, B. Hi. <laughs> All right. So blowing up your family. Uh, I have a philosophical question that I want to pose to you guys, and I'd love to know what you think. The question that I want to start with is a very, very simple one. Mm-hmm. And it's, would you put a bomb on your door if a killer was going to come through the door? The bomb won't kill you. It'll only kill whoever comes through the door. Is this the only method of getting rid of the killer or is it not like another method you could do this is it so just 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 a bomb on the door mm-hmm. okay and it won't kill me so it's like a uh, it will kill whoever comes through the door with a hundred percent certainty there's no other way to defend yourself and a killer is coming through the door would you put a bomb on the door so maybe this is like a very very long you know cement hallway that has a one end at the end there's a door on the other end and they're gonna get to you for sure okay and you have to put a door on the bomb, or a bomb on the door. One too. of those two, okay. either one. <laughs> Physics. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And would I put? It? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. B. I definitely would. Yep. Okay. Now let's say that somebody's coming through that door, and there's a fifty percent chance that it's a killer, and there's a fifty percent chance that it's somebody you love. Do you put the bomb on the door? Okay, and there's not a chance that the person coming, if it's one, it's either one or the other. It's not going to be, you know, both, maybe. It may be the... It's one or the other. Okay. 50-50 shot. So do I put the, and the killer is definitely going to kill me? 100% certainty. Okay, so it's pretty much, I'm going to die, or I'm going to kill my my uh, loved one? Is that right? Um, I mean, not really, but Okay. So there's the question about whether I put the bomb on there. Correct. And if I put the bomb on there and it's the killer, the car blows up, that's good. Mm-hmm. If I put the bomb on there and let's say it's my loved one mm-hmm. and she blows up, that's bad. Correct. Now let's say I don't put the bomb in there and it's the killer, I die. Correct. Now if I don't put the bomb in there and it's my loved one, that's good. Correct. So there's four different scenarios. And mm-hmm. so which one would I do? I mean, I would probably put the bomb on. Take your chances. I mean, I, I kind of, if there's a 50% chance, there's a good chance that uh, I'm going to die. I think, I'm not sure if that's actually true. I'm going to have to, like, chat, chat that out. But there's a good chance I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd probably put the bomb on. Let's say it's a 50% chance to make it easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, value my life over that of the loved one. You know, it depends on context, of course, you know, from father and stuff. But I'm not a father, you know, so my life over others. Brian? I would not put the bomb on the door. I would take my chances as to whatever is going to come through that door. And, yeah, that's my. At what point does that turn for you? It does not. If there's ever a question of um, a loved one or anything of that sort, um, getting hurt or killed or harmed in some way, um, I'd much rather it be me than having to deal with it being them. Even at a 1% chance that it's a loved one. 99% chance. 99.9% chance that it's a killer. Yep. Even it, it doesn't matter the smallest increment you could come up with that it's it's them. It doesn't matter to me in my mind. I'm comfortable with my decision of putting myself at risk versus them. Where does it if it does turn for you, Nate? For so the chances of it being a murderer coming through? If it's a pretty potential, so if there is a five percent chance of it being your murderer, I mean I'd probably save the loved one. Okay, so if there's a ninety-five percent chance that it's a loved one coming through, that's where you'll decide not to put the bomb on. Right. Okay. So if there's a ten percent chance that it's a killer, ninety percent chance that it's a loved one, you're still going to put the bomb on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you guys are as close to opposites as you can get in this this scenario. I mean, maybe I'm a little bit narcissistic in this. Maybe this is a little stupidly philosophical, but, you know, it's like, uh, what am am I without my consciousness? You know, if I'm I'm dead, I might be saving someone else, but I'm not saving myself anything. I mean, I'm not existing anymore. It doesn't further me at all. I mean, that's extremely narcissistic, extremely kind of like... uh, Selfish. Selfish. But th- then again, you know, this is my only life. It's not like I'm going to enjoy anything after. Mm. It's kind of like one of those kind of nihilistic things of like, you know, what does anything matter like in, in the long run? We're all going to die. The sun's going to explode. Or it's just going to slowly die. But And the universe is going to end eventually. Or it's just going to go through a heat death or a uh, some kind of thing like that. So, you know, might as well enjoy this little piece so your argument is nothing really matters as long as i'm alive uh, pretty much <laughs> fair <laughs> enough that is that is a uh it's as real as it gets <laughs> yeah so uh, does could i make the argument that you're not picturing somebody that you feel strongly enough about to make the decision harder i don't know i'm i can't put anybody in that picture. I mean, again, it's, it was like circumstances, so for sure. Also, also, I assume biology would kick in. So, let's say I was a a uh, a father with say three kids and a wife, and you know, the biology in me would probably say, "No, you got to save, you got to save them, you got to do this." Like it would just kind of take over like my brain currently, but I can't exactly put myself in that situation, not being a father and not having kids. So you don't have anybody depending on you, so you might as well save yourself? That seems like backwards logic. I don't know if that's necessarily true, though, because – about the biology thing. Because 
you could pose the question for me if it was someone innocent. It doesn't have to be a loved one. It could be someone innocent. A cat, a mouse, a... The boy down the street. Wait, hold on. A mouse? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you're just saying a mouse. Please, tell me if you really mean a mouse. I do. A no, you living don't. creature. No you, no, you do not mean a mouse. All right. Okay. In- interview. I let me, a, let me get to this point. Here. A mouse. What would a mouse be innocent Is of? it Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Holy cow. It's Mighty Mouse, just so you know. Well, let him get the bomb. He'll save the day. Oh. Boy. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> he didn't think that cheese. Cheese <laughs> <the> innocent. <laughs> well, no. But what I was getting at is <laughs> any living creature innocent that isn't going, that has no intent of harm or any vile thought against me coming through there you could pose that question that way and still say you have the choice of putting the bomb on or not and i would still say well no because now there's an innocent being or creature and i'm still not going to put them in harm's path if that's an option or a chance that's not even a question in my mind but are you not innocent in yourself so you're putting somebody in harm's way but i have a i have a really bizarre <laughs> in in my mind it you're from your perspective, you yourself are innocent, as are the small potential that it's somebody else. But there is somebody not innocent involved. Which would be that killer, because I know, well, I know, right? So if you're thinking about innocence, if there's a 51% chance that it's a killer and a 49% chance it's somebody innocent, mm-hmm. then there's a 51% chance that be- because you're innocent... Like if the killer comes through, you die. Right. So that's somebody dying, somebody innocent dying. So really, the smart choice to protect the innocents would be to take out the killer. Right, but it's my choice. That that creature doesn't have a choice about that bomb being put on there. I'm and, in control. And realistically, you don't either because you need to make a decision A or B. Well, I'm in control mm-hmm. either way in my head. And so for me, knowing that there's a chance of that that creature on the other side that has no intent of harm on me i'm in control of being able to put the bomb on the door and end them if it is them so in my mindset that that's what makes me without a question decide okay i'm not going to arm that door because i'm in control they're not and that's that's my decision and i'm not gonna let some poor de- possible poor decision of my own, reckless or not, doesn't matter. We can argue whatever, affect them or end them. You know what I mean? I have a really bizarre way of thinking. So, Nate, what if it's not a loved one but a stranger? Well, that okay, it goes to like uh, 99%. Oh, okay. So 1% chance that it's a killer. Ninety nine percent chance it's it's I can't change somebody that. Ninety nine point nine nine. Why not just a hundred? Okay, let's go a hundred. All right, there we go. Now we got the exact opposites on this field. Oh, okay, boy. provided 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 that there's a hundred percent security in my knowledge that this is going to happen this way. You mean A or B is going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That, it's not just in my head. I'm not paranoid. No, no, no. Where 
No, we we have to assume that within the confines of this thought experiment, everything is absolute. Yeah. I I just love how you're both like literal (laughs) opposites. I I don't know. I've yeah. Brian's like I'd protect a mouse, and it's like (laughs) fuck them, even if it's my family. Ninety five percent. I've always had that mindset, though. I I don't I don't know. I think really weird. I guess. No. Are you vegetarian? No, it's... But I do... If it's going in my belly, I don't care how it is in there. <laughs> Slap them on Ouch. a bun. Slap them on a bun. No, but it... Because what does it matter if you kill, like, say, a cow, like, consciously with, you know, say, uh, a bomb, right, mm-hmm. to save yourself, or, you know, you uh, kill a cow with your dollars and eat it. To save yourself. To save yourself from dying. I'm sorry. I don't eat a lot of meat, though. I don't... <laughs> but, 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 you know, the question's still there. You don't kill a lot of cows with bombs either, but... Right. This would be the, I don't... This would be the one. Are you calling her a hypocrite? I'm saying that... I'm saying that morally, are these necessarily juxtaposed? Oh. Well, let me put it this way. If, if that was an issue, if... If that was a concern or a problem, then I would just go vegetarian. If that's a huge issue, I'm I'm emotionally – I'm a very strong person on feeling things out. I'm a feeler, being very emotional and whatnot. And so if it's something that's directly within my, my person, my area, myself – and it's directly impacted by me in some way, and I can sense it, I can feel it, whatever, witness it, doesn't matter, then I, and if that's the case, I'm going to purchase this cow to be butchered so I can eat it, then no thank you, I won't do that. But if the meat's already there, I'm at the market, and I have a craving for a burger, I'll buy the meat. Yeah, well, I think it's the perception of responsibility which points or plays with it and like you're saying mm-hmm. the, the emotional feeling that kind of connects to that it, like like i wasn't in control of that cow's fate by the butcher at that point i know my my money might be at that point but it's after the fact for me for that that meat does that make more sense hey. so there's not yeah. as much emotional attachment but i do see your point as saying yes my money does drive that because it it, it pays for the next cow to be slaughtered yeah. Maybe not that cow that I just bought, but the next one certainly. Yeah, well, it, it, it's like the logic I'm applying to it. It's like a like a knife, and there's a lot of ambiguity there. So it's, it's not like a cut and dry issue, of course. Oh yeah. But uh, I know, you know, I know some vegetarians, and they kind of make it a cut and dry issue. I think at its core, it kind of yeah. is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, and I, I feel them. I understand them, but I think. <laughs> I don't know. I cuz <laughs> mediators could have a really good argument about them killing plants and this and that. So it's just what's the topic? <laughs> Cut and dry is my favorite way to prepare beef. Oh. It's actually kind of funny this this question because uh when I was dating my first girlfriend, uh she would say things to me all the time like, you know, I would take a bullet for you. You know, I would die for you. And I always thought when she said that, like, I wouldn't die for you. <laughs> Damn, that's cold. I never said it to her because, you know, I, I knew better, but. Wow, you are a smart man. <laughs> Ooh. But I was just kind of like, couldn't really relate. It's like, wh- why? We've only been dating like a year. 
Come on, get over yourself. Ooh. Wow, there's no resentment there. <laughs> well, though, it's, it's kind of dumb, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, not the sentiment isn't. I mean, I, like maybe if maybe if we had like five children and she said that, it'd be like, okay, I, I get it. So, so your your ability to have a an emotional attachment to somebody is much much greater than hers. Like you you are the other way around, but Less. what I mean is like you it takes way longer for you to have that emotional attachment to somebody and way more uh ties than for her. Where for her she maybe that's just what she she wanted to have that so bad that she was willing to extend that to you at that point. I guess. Now obviously whether it's true or not is all hypothetical until it comes down to the moment where it's actually necessary. Otherwise, it's, it's just a thought being like, yeah, I'd, I'd die for you. But then if that situation actually came up where they're like, oh, their heart's failing and they need a new heart, like, would you actually die for them? Yeah. What, were the, what Under what circumstances would you or wouldn't you? If it's a bullet, if it's a train, if it's a bullet on a train. <laughs> and, well, also, to separate a question out here, like a little detail, I would take a hit for somebody, but I wouldn't die so Take a like, hit off that wicked bong. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, like, let's, let's say someone was going to punch her. Like, I would get in the way of that punch. Let's say... We, all right, let's, let's say it's the one who I'm more connected to, and they're about to get uh, their legs chopped off with a train or something, and I push them out of the way, but I get my legs chopped off. You know, that's different than dying for me, because dying is not existing. But getting your legs chopped off, you, you, you still exist. It might be terrible, you know, not being able to walk and kick people, but, okay. you know... Can you ever imagine yourself I, I you you posed this the theory of like if I if the situation of if I had five kids with you then maybe so what is is that what it would take having like a complete like extended family with somebody before you would get to that point I mean I would, I would imagine well cuz there'd be it's like uh, you get really invested into your kids, I, I imagine. You know, putting myself – like just imagining that kind of circumstance. I'd be invested into my kids, invested into my wife, and it's like, uh, you know, we're evolved for that kind of stuff. So from that point of view, I think I would be definitely more or more likely to, you know, save them as opposed to myself. Mm. But it, it, it's hard to put myself into that shoes without just kind of throwing guesswork into there. Mm. Interesting. You're a you're an enigma, sir. <laughs> I don't know why. Unique enigma, <laughs> because your logic extends well past like normal people's level of like. Okay, well, logically, yes, that makes sense, but there's like another aspect to it that seems to to miss you in some ways. <laughs> I think I just offended him. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't know. I like. Pepin's point of view I sometimes wish that I could for a day change just how I think and like to that point of view because I think I it would open up so much more different viewpoints and then my answers wouldn't only just change but I would think of things that I had never thought of before because like when you were asking the question and right to right even before you got to the end, I already knew my answer. It's like, okay. But, like, being able to think the way Pepin did, he, like, actually thought it out, and you knew my answer, like, right off the bat. But him, 
you you didn't. I pretty much knew both of your answers before I asked the question. Well, your friends. What okay. really? But I meant mm-hmm. I meant oh, as it. a listener, like or someone who doesn't really know myself. I would not have guessed it, especially to that level for Pepin, and that's like really. Like, I envy that about you, Pepin, because that's really cool to be able to do that and not just be driven by emotion or um, one little thing just driving it. There's actual thought behind your decision. I I don't know what to say or how to feel right now. (laughs) A little too much focus on me right now. (laughs) Man, that is a sexy lamp. I wish I had the candle going right now because that would just make it, it. It ran out of wax. You have so many lamps in here. Really? He's got three. I mean, I guess. Wait, where's the third one? I, I, three heads. <laughs> that one. Oh, I didn't even see. There's candles. You no, know, and oh, we're also kind of bright in here as well. <laughs> I was enlightening. <laughs> All right, we need to talk. Stop talking. <laughs> we need to stop talking. <laughs> we need to not talk. <laughs> wow. Good, good game, guys. If you have a question for us, get at us. We're at facebook.com slash we need talk show. Are you more like Pepin or more like Brienne? Let us know on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash we need to talk show. If you want to be more like Steven, do it to us on Patreon. That's what I do. I'm our only donor. I donate zero. <laughs> and I anyway, my kidney. 